So, Anna. Eric. It's <laughs> one of your favorite times of year, right? It is my favorite time. Well, um, I don't. I love every time of year, but my favorite time of year, I should clarify, is the changing of the seasons. Ah, well, October is a good time for that. It is. I love the new colors and all of the things that come with it, including haunted stories or what we're about to talk about today. Yes. Top apple orchards and pumpkin patches. Yes. You can have yourself some fun. October 10th is uh, National, well, it's World Mental Health Day. Mm-hmm. It's also National Face Your Fears Day, which is kind of an interesting combo. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So uh, we'll be talking about haunted things next week. Yes. But this week we're talking about the happy stuff. First of all, uh, let you enjoy the cabin until we freak you out on the cabin. Exactly. <laughs> enjoy before <laughs> freak. That's our motto. And then we'll go back to some enjoyment, maybe. No I've promises. Said that out loud, it sounds different. All right, let's get it going. <laughs> The Cabin is brought to you by the Wisconsin Counties Association, and this week we're featuring Manitowoc County, which dates back to the state's territorial days. It was formally organized when the state was granted statehood in 1848. Its county seat, Manitowoc, is a beautiful city, about 38,000 right on the coast, major center for shipbuilding. Burger Boats is still located there. They make all these great yachts and everything for the uh, market that can afford such things. They build them right there. They put them in the Manitowoc oh, River. Oh, yeah. Float it out to anywhere in the world. It's pretty cool. Long history of shipbuilding. In fact, uh, submarines like the USS Cobia, uh, things like that are made there. And uh, that's anchored right now in the Manitowoc River. Cobia served in World War II. And it's in the river right before Lake Michigan at the Wisconsin Maritime Museum. Even one of their high schools, Lincoln High School in Manitowoc, their team name is the ships, the shipbuilders. That's a good mascot. Isn't that cool? Is that their mascot? Well, I don't know what their mascot looks like, but I know the team name is the shipbuilders. Maybe it's a shipbuilder. Well, maybe. Maybe it's just a ship. We'll get back to you guys. I guess I should have done more research on that. Thanks <laughs> Next for time. pointing out my lack of preparation, <laughs> Anna. All right. Uh, Two Rivers, just up the coast, about five miles, is another great maritime city. The birthplace of the ice cream sundae. Yum. And home to great museums like the Roger Street Fishing Village, the historic fishing village, which has all these cool things like you can go in and out of these tugs walk along the boardwalk along one of the rivers there. There's the East Twin and West Twin River. Those mm. are the rivers and two rivers. Uh, I don't know why they didn't call the town Twin Rivers, but uh, <laughs> great boardwalk and a great inside museum, too. There's pieces of shipwreck you can explore. Wow. And just, just all kinds of fascinating history. And between those uh, Twin Rivers that exit into Lake Michigan at Two Rivers, there's Neshota Beach, beautiful award-winning beach. Mm. Very popular Sand for beach. kite flying. Yes. Oh, perfect. Wonderful sandy beach. And another cool thing that's relatively new in its in its current location, a lot of people aren't aware of, is the Hamilton Wood Press and uh, oh. Type Museum. I'm close on the actual words for that. But early printing press stuff, the whole history of the of newspapers and the printing mm -hmm. press, you'll find so much equipment and machinery in there. It's in an old factory. That's actually pretty awesome. It's got to be one of the heaviest museums ever. I mean, the machinery and equipment in there. <laughs> I don't know how they got it all in there. Yeah, well, I can imagine it's quite large. Mm -hmm, it is, and it's a really <laughs> fantastic place. And you learn things like when they would print newspapers or flyers or anything. I mean, they needed blocks with the letters Isn't carved crazy? out of the wood, and they'd put now ink on that and stamp it, right? All in our palm yeah. now. And the small letters, lowercase letters, were in the lower part of the case that held all the blocks, and the capital letters were in the uppercase 
and that's why they're called uppercase letters. That's interesting. Fascinating things like that. Right? Take your kids there. Mm-hmm. Tell them what they can learn about aside from what's on their phone. The county uh, coastline is also a big part of the Wisconsin Shipwreck Coast Marine, National Marine Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Just established in 2021. Uh, most of its northern half is in Manitowoc County, and the National Marine Sanctuary is the site of a large number of historically significant shipwrecks, some of which you can see in the clearer, shallow waters, and a lot of it you can see on an episode we've done. Yes, So, which was not produced, produced not long ago. Yeah. So check that out on the Discover Wisconsin app or our YouTube page. County also has places like Keel and Valders and St. Nazian's and Kellnersville, Maribel, Francis Creek, Cleveland, not the Ohio one. Mm-hmm. one. Some interesting names coming yeah. out of this county. <laughs> right? Yeah. And uh, a couple of great attractions are just off I-43 <clears throat> as you're driving through there. Farm Wisconsin, which is right by Newton. That's in the southern part of the county as you enter in from Sheboygan County. Cool. It's kind of a museum. It's kind of a living place. Uh, kids can climb on tractors and learn about how farming <laughs> works and all that kind of stuff. It's a really cool place to see. And then if you really want to do some great hiking and check out some caves, the Cherney Maribel Caves County Park, <laughs> just off I-43 in the Highway 147 exit. It's along the old road, which is now County R. It used to be the main road between Green Bay and Manitowoc and Milwaukee. <laughs> uh, there's a really old hotel there that is uh, apropos to talk about this time of year. I was going to say, is it haunted? There's almost no walls left to haunt. Oh. But it's the <laughs> remnants of what used to be the Maribel Hotel. Maybe potentially even creepier. There's probably, yeah. I mean, to the point where it was crumbling and then a tornado went through and tore down some more of it. Unlucky. And there's probably weird spirits around there. And just behind there, there's a lot of caves and hiking trails you can enjoy. Perfect. Right? After that, I'm definitely wanting to go. Actually, it is a fantastic I know. Place, it actually so. sounds kind of cool. Well, it sounds like... Uh, Manitowoc County has a little bit of everything. They mm-hmm. got caves, they got hiking, they've got farms and beaches. Find out a lot more at manitowoc.info. The cabin is also brought to you by Jolly Good. Our favorite Wisconsin drink. It's a great time for this Wisconsin drinking with the fam, enjoying fall colors, or maybe you are picking apples or pumpkins at the farm. Which we're going to get into. Jolly Good has many flavors, including blue raspberry, sour power, orange cream soda, and if you're looking to stay in shape while enjoying our beloved soda, be sure to check out the diet line. It's sold in single cans, six packs, or 12 packs, which you can pick up at your local grocery store, including Festival Foods, Piggly Wiggly, Woodman, Sendix, Century, and now at various Hy-Vee locations. And if you don't see it at your store, you can very nicely or politely ask your store manager to order it. Check out Jolly Good on social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok to stay updated on the latest product news, including new flavor releases, seasonal promos, and updates on product availability. For more, follow them at Jolly Good Soda or head to jollygoodsoda.com. All right, (laughs) let's get to the patches and light this candle. Uh, it's tis the season, actually. For it this is little tis the fire, season. Right? Are you wearing your flannel, Eric? <laughs> Just about. I'm wearing shorts as late as I can, but once the jeans go on, yeah, then it's flannel and layers and all that. And that's good for getting out in the orchards and the patches. You don't want to wear shorts out there. You might uh, scrape a few things. Right? This is true. <laughs> Spring and fall comes pants weather pretty quick. Well, let's jump in to some pumpkin patches or apple orchards, or maybe both. A lot of them tie them right into the same place. And that's the thing. We were talking about 10 of each, and we realized a lot of them crisscross. They do. So it's just going to be a long list of good ideas. Long list of good ideas. Well, I, I put down five that are either pumpkin patches, apple orchards, or both. So okay. I've got 
I've got some that are a mix and then some that are one or the other, or some that might highlight one versus the other, but sometimes they have both. And the first one's close to where I live, and I haven't been there. It is Glacier Rock Farms in Exonia, Wisconsin. Well, it's, um, it's between Exonia and Lebanon. Yes, so it's it's in Jefferson County, I think. Maybe Dodge. It's, maybe Dodge County. It's, it's somewhere it's, along it's that It's somewhere line. in between a lot of things, but it is in between Madison and Milwaukee. I'll give you that. Um, it is along the banks of the Rock River, and there are a ton of animals at this uh, location. Some things you can do at this farm are tractor-drawn hay rides through hills and forests. They've got pony rides, horse rides. You can then milk the cows by hand, which is a ton of fun. And then you can feed goats and sheep. They've got chinchillas, hedgehogs, bunnies, chickens, goslings, ducks and ducklings, and llamas. So they've got a ton of different animals if you're kids love that kind of stuff they also you can throw birthday parties at this farm um and i know we're supposed to be talking about pumpkin patches and apple orchard this place has both so you can get pumpkins and you can get apples there um but it is a a farm and it was established in 1849 by an irish settler charlie murphy um so this is a little bit of a spooky story but charlie and his family uh disappeared as do all the families who have lived here since (laughs) And you can take a tour of the farm for the dark side uh, haunt all through September and October. Okay, so Glacier Rock Farms actually is as close to Oconomowoc as it is to oh, really? Exonia. Uh, and it's it's a little bit east of Lebanon. It's not too far off Highway 67, and it is in Dodge County. Okay, Dodge County. Along the Rock River, which it winds through in so many different areas, it's hard to pinpoint right. by saying it's along the Rock River. But yeah, that looks like it's in a really beautiful place. It's not far from Honey Acres on 67, which mm, is a great mm-hmm. place to get local honey. So Yeah, you can go get your apples and then go get honey right there. God, that all sounds delicious. Right Doesn't there. it sound good? Cut up an apple and dip it in some cinnamon honey. Or, or like all right, honey it. butter. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm done talking. You do the rest of the bar episode. I like <laughs> called Stoli's Old 109. I know where Eric's going after this. Lebanon. Well, it's named after the old Highway 109. It used to be on. Now it's a county road. Well, you pass. You pass by this place then to so go back I, home. I've gotten real close to it. Yeah, they have great Reuben sandwiches. So oh, that's saying. one of my faves. Yeah. Definitely a fan. So that is um, Glacier Rock Farms, and they also do classroom field trips. So any teachers listening, you can definitely schedule your, your kiddos to get out there. Next one I see that you have is a quite popular one, but let's uh, let's let people know anyway. Yes, Apple Holler. You may have heard of it. It's in, <laughs> how do you say this, Eric? Sturtevant? Sturtevant. Sturtevant. It's right along I-41 and 94. Is that a big town? Sturtevant? Kind of. It's not... It, it sprawls across a wide area. Yeah, I'm wondering if people who are from there maybe just say, you know, to people who are not familiar with that place. Um, well, it's, they're it's, from Kenosha or Racine or something. It's Racine, Kenosha. Yeah. It's right by the county line. Slightly west, smack dab in the middle of those two. Yeah, and it's right along the interstate on the frontage road. I mean, mm-hmm. when it's busy, like this time of year, there'll be cars parked up and down the frontage road as well. as in the Oh, really? Lot. Yeah, and I you bet. you can see it from the freeway. I mean, this place looked awesome. They have an apple, a huge apple orchard. Um, it's a 78-acre farm, over 30 years old. Uh, and then they also grow peaches in the summer, which I think is really cool. Wow. Um, yeah. That so I didn't know. It, is, it sounds like a ton of fun, but they have a little train that you can drive through it. Um, and then they've got uh, a restaurant there, which looks amazing. They try and highlight as much as they can apple-wise, obviously, but they have a ton of different kinds of stuff. I think they do um, 
breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But some of the items that they'll feature, uh, particularly for apple, quote-unquote apple season, they've got apple French toast with bourbon, cinnamon apples. Come on, that sounds really good, people, doesn't it? They've got drunken apple pancakes, also bourbon, cinnamon apples, and then cinnamon roll pancakes, which I just added because they sounded amazing. No apples there. But they've got apple butter. They've got eggs benedict, scrambled eggs, omelets, all the breakfast things. A carnitas skillet, which sounded good. Um, Apple cider donuts, the classic apple cider donut. Homemade pies. And then they've got this whole take and bake section, including their pies, obviously, where they'll make it and then you can take it home and bake it. Uh, So probably a lot of frozen pies and stuff like that. But that is Apple Holler, which, again, is probably popular also because of their restaurant. But, man, do they have some really, really good looking food and if you go on their website you can check out their menu and i mean they have like for lunch they've got prime rib french dip and a cod sandwich and barbecue pig sandwich and they've just got a bunch of of different stuff not just fall items so definitely looks like a great place to to head to and then i think it used to be an old milking barn and i think that's what the the red barn restaurant is currently in named after its history huh yeah and um Apple tree wise, they've got 30,000 fruit trees and over 50 varieties, 50 different varieties of apples, peaches, and pears. Um, And again, just kind of a little bit of their activities. They've got a cow maze, a straw barn, a corn palace. The train is Amish built train, which is pretty cool. An Amish built train. Amish built train. And I think that they have uh, like a horse. I was going to say, it must be a horse drawn. Pull it. Um, they've got a golden goat bridge. I'm not sure what that is. And then pedal carts and pony rides and hay rides and campfires. It's also a wedding venue, which is pretty cool. And then this kind of goes back to a couple a episode we did a couple episodes ago, which was the, in the summer, they'll do farm fresh pizza in, uh, or a farm fresh pizza day. I think it's maybe once a week or once a month. And kids actually get to go and build a garden fresh pizza with the veggies that are, uh, in the in the garden there so they that's they pretty cool because they pepperoni though probably they well i don't know because <laughs> when you show a kid what you they can pick themselves and there's kind of a hands-on component i think they get pretty excited about it so farm fresh pizza day in the summer but All right. definitely apples in the fall okay so you want to head north to another place mm-hmm. i would love to all right well you and i both had this on our list momson's Yes. Which is uh, northwestern Wisconsin. It's in Rice Lake, technically uh, at the south end of town between Rice Lake and Cameron. It's on County SS, which was US 53 back in the day before they built the freeway. So it's kind of on a main drag, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not the main like regional route anymore. It's easy to get to, though. Uh, It's a big farm, about 40 acres. Well, it's not big as farms go, but for the active part, for the for people to go to, it's pretty big. There's two corn mazes. There's a great little petting zoo there. Yeah, we, we the photos there are pretty for, cute. Did for you the show for Discover Wisconsin? Got to do weekend hay rides. Ooh, did you go on one, Eric? Yes, and I am so I led all the girl. There's like all these Girl Scouts on the one we had yes. and their moms, <laughs> and I led them all on a sing along of the Escape Pina Colada song. Oh my goodness, was this highlighted on it. the show? They didn't include it. In no the show. way. Why? And they were singing along. None of them knew what a pina colada was, and that's okay. It was just a catchy song. Man, that would have really made. So How why would they not include the, that? I forgot who produced that show and who edited it. But you better go find out because I want to see this. Out a funny part. Yeah, that would have been pretty. That's very Eric of you. <laughs> Yeah, Leading Girl Scouts in a Pina Colada song. The most Eric thing I've ever heard. Well, it's a, it was, they enjoyed it. That's fantastic. So, One of those things you can't plan, people. Yeah. 
Uh, and there's a lot of other kids' entertainment things there. There's the pumpkin artillery was what was cool. We did pumpkin chucking. Oh, that's what I was going to ask. It's like pumpkin shooting. Where you swing an axe and this catapult <laughs> yes. launches a pumpkin far, so far away. Great. So you can pick your own pumpkin and you can either chuck it or you can bring it home and carve holes in it. Boy, we do all Which one did you pumpkins. do? Um, I just chucked them. <laughs> that's what I would have Fun to do That's on what camera. I would have put you down for. So you can bring your own pumpkins home. You can also pick your own apples and bring those home. And uh, it's a really great time. And you can find out more about Momsen's. There's a lot of M's in there. M-O-M-M-S-E-N. There is a lot of M's. Find out more at RiceLakePumpkinPatch.com. Yeah, that one looks like a ton of fun. <laughs> well. Let's go to Baraboo. Yes. So in Baraboo, this one, I think I've been to this one. I'm trying to. This has been on my list forever, but I haven't gone. Yeah, I, I think either I've been there or it's been on my list because now that I'm thinking about it, we always want to go there and then we end up going somewhere that's closer to Madison. Um, but this one is Ski High Apple Farm. You know what I'm thinking is they have that big sky sign. Sky, yes, Sky High. Thank you. Take that out or don't, right whatever. Off, right Nobody ever US, does. It's right off US 12. Yeah, Sky High Apple Farm. So this one, I think, I don't, I don't think I've been there. I think I am thinking I have because I see that Apple sign all the time. It's mm-hmm. huge and you'll see it when you're on the highway driving by. It's got a big red apple with big white block letters that say sky high <laughs> um right in baraboo so if you go to devil's lake around this time you'll see it it's atop the baraboo bluffs it's uh, betty bassett is the owner but she is the third generation of the bassett family to own this place and now she's kind of guiding somebody else jacob franzen to um manage the farm and this place is a big apple farm. They've got wagon rides and, um, again, Amish-made wagons pulled by horses. And they've got a petting farm, too. So um, def- if you're looking for a place that's in a really cool pl- uh, spot for other hiking and stuff around, you don't oh, want to yeah. just make a day trip just to the apple orchard, um, this would be a great place because there's just so much awesome yeah, nature you're, nearby. You're nestled in the Baraboo Hills right mm-hmm. there. And the Baraboo Range is such an imposing and cool piece of topography. And you've got Pewitt's Nest right near there. Yeah, that's one of my faves. Tumbled Rock Breweries right on the other side of the ridge. Oh, I haven't been there. Oh. Do they have good food too? I haven't been to Tumbled Rock. I've not been to Tumbled Rock. Oh, my God. He's really mad about this one, guys. I'm aghast. (laughs) Uh, It's also right by Devil's Lake State Park and then everything that Baraboo has to offer. It's by Dr. Evermore's Sculpture Park. Oh, yeah. Which is such a crazy place. So uh, it can really be, and I think it's sky high instead of ski high. It's I think you're right. Sky high. Sky high. the thing is, that can be part of such an adventurous day. Yeah, it's and you definitely could make a weekend out of something like that. Mm-hmm. So lots of fun. Get your apples at Sky High Apple Farm. And uh, you want to go to one of the southernmost spots now? Yes. Are you talking about the next one on my list right yes, here? I Apple am. Hut in Beloit. I figured as much almost on, well, right on the border, almost in uh, Illinois there. <laughs> Uh, Apple Hut, again, it's in Beloit, Wisconsin. There are 21 varieties of apples. They've got a gift shop. They've got apple pies baked and frozen. Uh, Caramel apples, apple cider donuts, they're really known for their apple cider donuts. So if you guys are looking for one, this is definitely a place to go. Um, They've got pumpkin pies as well and uh, then blueberry cheesecakes, which sound phenomenal. And then they also have, I thought I just put this down because it was kind of cool. They have what's an SBFD structure fire sundae, which is um, a cinnamon bun flavored ice cream with marshmallow and graham cracker crumbs and whipped cream. I think they put a cherry on top too. Oh man. And then some like of those 
red. I don't know if they're red hot sprinkles or just oh, those, red sprinkles. Like the hot cinnamon ones? I think they oh, might be red hot good. cinnamon. But SBFD, I assume that's South Beloit Fire Department. Fire Department. And it, I think it's, I don't know how much of the proceeds go to the fire department, but like a dollar for each one or $2 for each Sunday that's bought goes to the fire department. Ice so kind of cool. Graham cracker. It's like a cold s'more. It is it. like a cold s'more. I know it's perfect oh, for the campfire crazy. conversation. It is. Is that some cinnamon bun flavored ice cream? Definitely have to try that. There's also a winery east of Beloit that's just on the mm. Illinois side. Made for, a, that would make for a good pairing so, yeah. with uh, Apple Hut. Do a whole thing around there. All right, well, let's go to the middle of the state and check out a couple places like Seahafer uh, Farms, mm-hmm. which is uh, just northeast of Marshfield on Highway 97. It's by an uh, intersection where Highway 97 crosses Fur Food Road. Fur Food. <laughs> it's one really? of my favorite street names. Who in the named state. that? So, Seahafer, it's a farm and a creamery, by the way, but we'll focus on the farm side. I don't know. Time. Maybe we want to focus on both. Well, they, they've got some, <laughs> you know, if you need some dairy, they got you covered, too. They have a corn maze this time of year, horse-drawn wagon rides, the pumpkins and the animals. A lot of great fall decor, the straw bales and corn stalks. It's always cool to see all the different mm-hmm. things, and some of which you can sit on, some of which gets a little prickly. Um, but, yeah, you want farm-fresh milk and cheese along with some of your field fresh apples and such. Uh, I'm a fan. is a great place to check out. Also in the middle of the state in Wapaka, Turner's Fresh Market and Greenhouse. They do the hay rides. They have pumpkin patches, and you can pick your own. That's just outside of Wapaka on Highway 54. And shooting a little ways up towards uh, Wausau in Merrill, Helene's Hilltop Orchard. They've got the pick-your-own-apples and the pick-your-own-pumpkins. Yes. Wagon rides, cow train rides. Oh, not sure how that works. Cow train rides. Does uh-huh. the cow pull? I'm not sure. Train? Either that or it's a train car that looks like you know with the cow or, print. I'm or not maybe sure you is. ride the cow and they just call it a cow train. Move. They it. connect all the trains together. There we go. Barnyard play area and fresh bakery items. They're open through October 30th, uh, and then a little further to the east, a place, another place we filmed at for Discover Wisconsin, Polly's Pumpkin Patch. Ooh. I like the alliteration. It's near Chilton in Calumet County on highways 32, 57. And they have the widest array of pumpkins and gourds I've ever seen. I got some amazing pictures. Ooh, and gourds. Those are fun. Well, you know, pumpkins are generally orange and uh-huh. they're generally, you know, pumpkin shaped. But then there's all these unique kinds of, you know, yellow and green and orange and purple sometimes. And, and bumpy just, ones. All the textures yeah, are different. There's all kinds of different shapes. And I, there's a sea of them there. At least there were the day we were there. That is so awesome. It was truly amazing. And you could shoot pumpkins out of like a cannon thing over there. (laughs) Really? Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. You were having a field day, weren't you, Eric? And I was holding chickens. You know, they have a petting thing where you can hold. Yes. Not only baby chicks, but larger chickens and everything. Oh, this place has it all. There's a great picture of me holding it happily, smiling, and it's just peacefully in my arms. And then there's another picture they got that was taken, I don't know, two and a half seconds later after it started flapping its wings, where it's like... You know, it's flown downward for the start, so it's closer to my knee level. And there's just a picture of me like, ah, you know, like you can tell I was like... Freaking out? Trying to, Well, I was trying to protect my face, basically. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, there's it's an interesting before and after <laughs> shot. But, uh, yeah, those coops are really cool to visit where the chickens are. And, uh, boy, the pumpkin picking and uh, the pumpkin cannon shooting. They have great apple cider donuts and everything, too, in their store. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's a really great place in Calumet County if you want to be between the lakes, like Winnebago and Michigan for something. Now, I would also, if you're going to be, uh, uh, we talked about Momsons already. That was also on my list. If you're going to be closer to the Milwaukee area, 
uh, Apple Holler's kind of there to the south. Yep. Just to the west along the uh, Waukesha, Washington County line is, uh, I don't even, it's either Bass or Bossy. I keep saying That's Bossy. what I was wondering too. How to, how to, but don't ask me when I'm, I can't pronounce yeah, any of these things. We've taken Jackson there a bunch of times. We've picked strawberries at times of the year. And in the fall, it's just great. A Bossy's taste, I'm calling it that. If they want to correct me. Well, what about like Point Bass? Remember that was Point Bass? Yeah, it was. Maybe it's Bass's. I don't know. The bottom line is it's B-A-S-S-E, Taste of Country Farm. Again, I've been there a bunch of times, but I've never had to pronounce it when I'm there. Uh, Technically, they're in Colgate Mm -hmm. along County Line Road, a little bit west of I-41, U.S. 45, east of Highway 164. Close to my dentist, basically. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Hey, After my my temporary crown fell off a couple times, I made a lot of trips through there. Ah, very good. There should be a crest near there as well. They, maybe an aquifer. Yeah, maybe we'll have to chat with uh, the governor here and but have a little word. It's a cool like campus. It's a play place for kids. I mean, it's a great place to pick, pick pumpkins. Uh, they have a pumpkin fest right now that's going on through Halloween. But they have a mini train ride that goes like a ways around the grounds. They have manual go-kart racing. Oh, yeah. On a full track. They have a ton of games for kids. They can sit on a steam engine, a uh, tractor that's literally like blowing out steam. <laughs> Um, there's a great playground that uh, you can just cl- where kids can climb up and down and all around. Uh, there's pig racing. No, do yeah. they put an Oreo at the end? Hmm? Is that do they put an Oreo at the end? That's the the first time I ever watched pig racing. I thought it was amazing because they they let the pigs go and then they all go to an Oreo at the very end. That was what they I were chasing no, after. I, not, I didn't see that, but maybe there is. Yeah, I was just amazed that the pigs wanted an Oreo. I would race them for that Oreo. I probably is would. Is it a too. double stuff? Uh, I, I, I do not like double stuffed as much, but I don't know. I would choose Oreo thin. There, and there's also a really cool, it's not a shack. It's a nice big area with some, uh, HVAC and everything, but it's big and open. That's where there's concessions, a couple of big TVs so you can watch the games. Yeah. (laughs) That's fun for adults and kids. Grownups can go. If you need a beer, the the kids can get a, you know, water or a soda or whatever and, uh, you can get some uh, food. <laughs> People just, like, let their kids run wild. <laughs> it is a great place to spend a big chunk of a day. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, and their market has a lot of great stuff, too. So, uh, again, that's Bass or Bossy's Taste of Country. Chime in if any of you know. It. They practically recognize me there now. We've been there so many times. Well, next time you go, you can ask them. And they do grow a variety of crops there throughout the year, so it's it's really cool. But, yeah, your pumpkins, your apples, you can get both there. And uh, should I? I'll go to one Let's, more. Yeah, I kind of want to know about. Actually, what, I have a bunch more. Yeah, you have a bunch more. But what about this one that is very well right along the Great River Road? Yeah, Eckers Apple Farm, and I just did some reconnaissance work there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it's technically Trempolo. It's outside of the actual like city center where mm-hmm. Trempolo Hotel is and everything. It's along highways 35 and 54, which is part of the Great River Road. It's a little bit west of Centerville. There's mm-hmm. a lot of roads that intersect in that area, in the Driftless area, and it's it's a beautiful farm framed by these hills of the Driftless. Yeah, it's got to be gorgeous. Uh, so there's a hu- they just opened this huge new building that's all refrigerated where they keep and pack fresh apples for shipment, but uh, they share a ton of them right there at Eckers because the orchards are right behind. So you can go in there and you can pick apples. You can go on tours. They also have a cool stand where they serve craft beer. Oh yes, that's right up your alley. Did yeah. you did you film at this place? No, I've just been there with friends. Yeah, numerous times. There's a food stand there. There's a children's play area, a stage for live music, uh, and which just, that's pretty unique. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a great place to go for a whole variety of activities. I'm not aware of pumpkins there. 
But just down the road is Schwartel Family Farms mm. and the Berry Farm. B-E-R-R-Y. Stop so by there and get your... You want pumpkins and berries? It's right along this stretch of Highways 35 and 54. Which is a great drive, guys. It's a fantastic drive. And El Maro Vineyards and Winery mm-hmm. is just down the side street from the Berry Farm. That's a popular one, too. And that's one of those places where I've gone, where I've shown people pictures of yeah, the view right. from the porch. Napa or Wisconsin, they can't tell. Yeah. I know I've said it before. But well, it's and I did just learn today that... Um, the Great River Road was rated the number one drive or number one highway in the country, I believe. Just finding that out now? I just found that out. It's I thought, I, I mean, they said it was rated better than Highway 1. I was surprised, too, because Highway 1 in California is pretty it's remarkable. It's pretty amazing, but, but people don't know what they're missing. If you want to say it's a tie between those two, I'll accept that. But, yeah, the Great River Road it's is just better. an amazing drive. And it's so close. Yeah. <laughs> so close. And it's part of the Driftless area. Another great place in the Driftless area is Shanahan Orchard, which was part of the recent Hill and Valley Exploration Tour that they do a couple times a year in the middle of the Driftless area. What is this, that? It's in, Well, it's just a cool collection of geographic places that they recommend you oh, check sure. out on road trips. And this is uh, it's not too far north of Spring Green along Highway 23. It's between Plain and Loganville which is Western Sauk County, which is so underrated. <laughs> underrated yeah, a lot of people don't know how amazing that area is. It really so if is. you guys want a place that's less foot trafficked, mm-hmm. this is definitely a great uh, orchard to go to. It's less filling there. It also tastes great when you pick the apples. Yes. And take them with you. So Shanahan Orchard is another great one to check out. And I recommend if you're in southern or southeastern Wisconsin, also the Apple Barn. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this one, too. Which is, it's way out there. It's it's kind of west-northwest of Elkhorn, mm-hmm. north of Delavan, along some county roads. And there's a ton of great orchards there. And we've picked apples there quite a few times. Yeah, and, and it's, it looks like they have a cidery, too. Mm-hmm. And, a, yeah, a little bit of a winery, a little cidery there. A full retail store. Again, great apple cider donuts. I'm mm-hmm. not a donut. I try not to eat donuts. Yeah, well, that but, didn't help when I made you eat 10 on that one episode. Yeah. Oh, a big cranky else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but apple cider donuts are hard to resist. They are hard to resist. Especially well, then they typically cover them, them in cinnamon. Yep. That it's good yeah. for you. Uh, and it's just a great space for hanging out. They'll have live music at times. And uh, so they're, they're on both sides of the county highway. If you go across the road and they have crossing guards and everything, mm. uh, you can pick. They just That's all nice the apples that are they do that by type across these orchards and you can choose small bag big bag or whatever and pick them we've made a lot of pies and apple bars and things like that out of it and one of the other things that's cool is you can make a day of it because just down the road maybe a mile and down slightly is Doosterbeck's Brewing mm-hmm. which Do is they a have real food too? brewery on a farm Apple Barn no the uh, I, I can't Do- Doosterbeck's yeah they yeah. both do they both awesome yeah so uh, it's a great they're great places to hang out in the fall on the weekend and uh just really enjoy. And then the other things that I have are really concentrated in two places that are very famous for apples in particular. Pumpkins, not as much, but you can still get them there. And those are the two areas that I also filmed in for the Scenic Byway episode. Yes. Uh, the Bayfield area and Door County. I can imagine that this time of year would have been awesome to go up there, too. I know you end up in the summer. but Yeah. Bayf- well, I, mean, I love going up there in the summer because it's still, it doesn't oh, get, yeah. it gets warm up there. It never gets hot, really. Mm-hmm. And it's just stunningly beautiful. And in the fall, when you have the colors. I know. It's just, un- it's out of this world. Bayfield is remarkable because, yeah. you know, Lake Superior is obviously very majestic. But you have these abrupt hills that rise up from the town. Mm. And 
many cases they go up six, seven, eight hundred feet. So there's literally changes in the climate. There's microclimates there. And that's one of the reasons they can grow fruit up there so far to the north. Mm, that makes that, sense. That's north, man. That's like 46, I know. It is a north. different climate. And the leaves tend to, you know, pop a lot earlier. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, they're pretty much at peak in most of Bayfield right. County now, if not past. But uh, the, the places to visit are numerous. There's a whole trail. And I'm just naming a few of these places, not even all of them. But there's like Blue Vista Farm, uh, which is actually a place that also has an Airbnb where we stayed when we were filming up there. Oh, you did? We did. How was that? It was it was very cool. It was a very nice house. Yeah. And uh, But we what we were able to see, and I just made a mental note of it, just rows and rows of those apples that you can pick. And, you know, some of them were... Um, like, you know, the honey, uh, you know, honey, uh, not honeycomb apples. Honey crisp. Honey crisp apples. Yeah. Jeez. Red delicious apples. Macintosh. They also had a whole row of the zester apple. I haven't had that one. Which I thought was zester. such a zest, zestar. Z-E-S-T-A-R. Uh, which is uh, a really cool uh, variation on an apple. It's very crisp. It's kind of a sweet, tart taste with a hint of brown sugar. Ooh, what, what's your favorite apple, Eric? Oh, I lean to the red delicious, but I got to get more uh, What? What? That's like the kind they sell at the school, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's what I got used to. I grew up on I love the crunch on them. Have you ever had an opal apple? Opal apple? It's called it's opal apple. next to itself. Opal apple. MB apple is probably one of my favorites, too. But opal apple is, they're like this toy yellow it's almost like a golden orange like almost like this color okay um so it's this like, is radio they can't see that you're i know so i am holding orange. up a can and it's got um well, the kind of yellow they use at fast food restaurants right yeah it's kind of a brilliant color it is it's like a toy truck yellow okay like a school bus like um, a tonka yellow got it and it is super crisp and super super sweet hmm. um but not a lot of people know about they're actually really hard to find opal apple sometimes you can find them in a grocery store but they're tricky well there's a big variety that they grow naturally up there mm, what kind and uh the the zestar is the, are the ones that had caught my eye when i was up there so blue vist is one place where you can go and uh, pick them and just down the street is adventure club brewing mm-hmm. which is a cool little brewery up there and then if you go on a lot of the county roads that are just lining bayfield a mile or two or three out of town, but they're hundreds of feet north, you know, up from town right. in elevation. We visited for the show Hauser Superior View Farm, mm. which is one of those where you have that vista. You can see from their farm, from the farmhouse, you can see down to where Bayfield is. You can see the whole inlet of Lake Superior that goes wow. over towards like where Hurley is and all of that. But you can also see, and this was a pretty clear day, you could actually see the Upper Peninsula of Michigan going up by Ontonagon and the Porcupine Mountains. Incredible. That's like like 40 miles away, maybe more. Yeah. Was it a clear day when you were there? It was clear enough that day we were able to to check all that out. And I'm sure it's probably not super cloudy often or foggy often. It doesn't Mm, seem like there's a place. Is Is it? It is. But um, on a sunny, clear day, which you will have, especially in late summer, and probably in the middle of winter. Sure. When it's really cold, yeah, <laughs> it's probably very clear and you can see forever. Um, yeah, it was just a stunning view from up there. Uh, they've got a 1928 Sears mail order barn. Wow. There, that's they ordered from a catalog and built it. It's still standing. Uh, they have a Jeez. greenhouse and a nursery and an orchard, a cidery. That re- the retail farm store is huge, and you can go back to where they press the apples and everything into cider. Uh, Ap- Applefuse, I think, is the name of their cidery. 
went there and tried a bunch of ciders. I came home with quite a few bottles. I can imagine. Yeah, um, and their their orchards were some of the first in the Bayfield area. Some of those trees are over 100 years old. They have walking trails you can check out. They got a brand new like tap room and event space. Oh, that that's wasn't even probably a really big hit. I'm not sure if it's open yet. It, they were still building it out when we yeah. filmed there. Yeah, no, so. that, I mean, event space is huge now, so mm -hmm. that's a good spot for it. And throughout Bayfield, there's a ton of them. There's Hillcrest Orchards, Rabbitohs Orchards, Sunset Valley, Northwind Organic Farm, and more. You can find out a bunch more at bayfield.org. They have a whole ton of listings there. But wow, that's, that's a ton. That's just a taste of what you can experience. And then if we go to Door County, that's famous for fruit growing, primarily cherries, actually. Mm -hmm. That's a big one up there. But there's some great uh, pumpkin and apple farms there, too. Lautenbach's Orchard Country, that's a very well-known place. Mm -hmm. Winery Market right along 42. Uh, but they have extensive orchards where you can pick your own, including cherries. But there's apples there, and in the fall there are pumpkins. Wood Orchard Market is another really good one. That's a third-generation fruit farm. They have over 200 acres. Wow. And they grow, depending on the season, strawberries, raspberries, cherries, and then the apples. You can pick and enjoy fresh. Same with Wildwood Market, uh, which is also another uh, famous one. And then Red Barn Corn Maze is in Southern Door. Is, that, is that the name of the um, business? Red Barn. Yeah, they call it Red Barn. Red Barn Corn Maze. But they maze. love to say Red Barn Corn Maze. They push that their, their corn big, maze oh, that's their biggest attraction. It's their primary attraction. It's near Forestville around Highway 42, but they have a three-acre pumpkin patch where you can pick your own, and you can press fresh apple cider Ooh, right fun there. for the kids right there, and, exactly. and adults. I would do it. So you can learn, yeah, you can make cider the kid's way or the grown-up style. Yeah, nothing like fresh cider. <laughs> Whew, that sounds good. Well, that is a lot of places. Holy cow. And there's many more we didn't mention. There are a ton more. Feel well, free to add yours in comments or whatever. We don't mean to leave anybody out. We just want to make sure we give you a really good snapshot and represent across the state. I think we hit most of the corners this time. We did. I time, think we so hit all, good. all over. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, this makes me want to go buy a pumpkin and carve it. Are you? A, do you carve pumpkins every year, Eric? Not usually. Well, do you save the seeds when you do? That's the better question. Well, yeah, pumpkin seeds actually they're really cool. They're really good for you. If you if you bake them into things, yep. they actually bring out a much better flavor, and they're very healthy. Pumpkin they're really, are really healthy. good for you. It's really good, and, and pumpkin it's itself, yeah. Well known that pumpkin pie is one of the favorite smells. Oh, man, that sounds delicious. I love the smell of pumpkin pie. Get out there, guys! Get out there and explore the apple orchards and and pumpkin patches because they are abundant in Wisconsin. Yes, indeed. All right, well, The Cabin is brought to you in part by Visit Lake Geneva, where they just had Lake Geneva Oktoberfest. Tis the season. It is the season for... for fun activities. Yeah. A lot of fall fun in the area, though. The East Troy Railroads, like, a great time to get on there. They run on the old interurban line that used to connect East Troy to Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And we'll chat about this in a future episode, but they also have a um, Halloween Mm -hmm. dinner coming up yes they do and uh, that train right now days runs between east troy where there's a great little railroad museum and an old station to mcquanago right on the border between waukesha and walworth county at the um, not the apple holler and on the mcquanago side it ends at the elegant farmer mm. which is one of the smiley face barns yes. it's right along county es which used to be the main highway between beloit and milwaukee <laughs> <laughs> I love noting those kinds of things. But that's where they do like the, the pies, apple pie in a bag. Apple pie in a bag? Yeah, ba you know, the the pies that they have that you can take in a bag and that they bake in a bag sometimes. Love that. That sounds very Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, oh, big time. So it's And it's a fun little train ride. Kids love it. Grown-ups love it. 
And uh, so that's a really fun thing to ride on. Uh, Fireside Dinner Theater in Fort Atkinson, that's kind of considered in the Lake Geneva sphere. Mm -hmm. Titanic is playing there right now. In Lake Geneva itself, the Lake Geneva Magic Show at the Tristan Christ Magic Theater. When we have Stephanie Klett on, she always talks about the magic. Oh, man, it is really cool. One of the top attractions anywhere. Yeah. An incredible magic show. If you want kind of like a Las Vegas vibe in Wisconsin, <laughs> go. I mean, in a good way, it's, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, the awesomeness without the idiotic flash. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, it's pretty good. And what's interesting, too, you know, uh, Gary Gigax, who was the founder of Dungeons & Dragons, is from Lake Geneva. Mm-hmm. And the Gigax Memorial Fund is the family members and some others. They got approval to conduct Dragon Days Festival of Fantasy. Oh, that's cool. Scheduled for this coming weekend at Library Park in Lake Geneva, October 13th through 15th. So that's something you can check out. And then for the holidays, I mean, there's Winterfest, the U.S. National Snow Sculpting Competition, which we filmed at. The Ice Castles are scheduled to be there again at Geneva National. So much going on because Lake Geneva has always been the place for family fun, great shopping, dining, and all these events. Plus, I do a morning show on their local radio station on 96. Point one FM, Lake 96.1 WLKG. Check it out. Visit LakeGeneva.com has more as I plug them and myself. Yeah. <laughs> and the, we go to the western part of the state, and the cabin is also brought to you by... Menominee Chamber. You yes. can check out Menominee, which is a cool college town located between the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul. And uh, Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls, Menominee is the seat of Dunn County. It's home to UW Stout, like we said, that cool college uh, campus town. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it's a beautiful downtown uh, with Lake Minoman and has the campus. There's a ton of stuff to do. Lake Minoman has some phenomenal walking trails and biking trails right next to it. And Menominee is surrounded by a lot of really cool landscapes, farms, and a lot of uh, foliage. So get outside and see those fall leaves. Um there's a lot of fresh market items at Govins Farm. You can explore Hoffman Hills uh, again on a bike ride or a hike. Uh, you can make a fall color tour out of this place and see um, other tour ideas that the Menominee Chamber has for you. The Red Cedar State Trail is right there. I know in the winter they will have. It's probably coming up some candlelight ski um, yeah, hikes and events. Yeah, we've had fun on those in the winter. Yeah, time. they bring out uh, the um, they bring out the big hot chocolate stand, and uh, I think it's. The Swiss Miss, they bring out the big hot chocolate stand by Swiss Miss, which is headquartered in Menominee. Um, So the the Red Cedar State Trail is right along the lake for um, portions Mm -hmm. of it. Uh, Well, the Red Cedar River is part of that. That's why it's called that. Yeah, and is it it right along the river or right along the lake? Well, it's both. Okay, that's what I thought. and it's a it's just another really really great place for getting outdoors whether you're hiking biking or just i don't know sitting and reading a book a uh, fall time is an awesome pl- uh, time to explore this place and fishing in this area is also phenomenal oh, yeah. eric and i did some uh fishing when it was uh ice fishing no, actually ice which fishing, was really was... cool i usually get cold and am like get me out of here but it was it the way they <laughs> ice fish is a lot of fun i mean they make a party out of it they had friends and family come out there and they yeah they cook some venison and some crazy meat out on their grill right on the lake so it's a ton of fun Uh, and i can imagine fall is a good time for fishing out there too and then they've got elk mound hill castle it is a haunted site in elk mound so tis the season again for that (laughs) just Mm -hmm. east of menominee that's built in uh, 1937 it's a three-story observation tower that was later dedicated as a memorial to dunn county postal employees there's a lot of stairs and benches and the campty is Castle is empty and small, but the views are 
pretty spectacular. And then in town, you can see the Menominee Sculpture Tour. It's a popular town for disc golf and craft breweries. They've got Brewery Nonick, Lucette, and Zymergy uh, breweries all there. You can get a lot more at exploremenominee.com. And it's M-E-N-O-M-O-N-I-E. A lot of ways That's you can spell That's a tricky one to right? spell. Yeah. <laughs> And as we wrap it up here, a quick message from the All of Us Research Program, because the All of Us Research Program has a simple mission. They want to speed up medical breakthroughs. To do this, they're asking people across America to share their unique health information to create the largest, most diverse medical research program ever. The mission is an important one, because the more information researchers have, the faster they can create individualized prevention, precise treatment options, and better care for all of us. Together, Let's make this mission achievable. Details at joinallofus.org slash discover producer on Discover Wisconsin TV shows. Can we go behind the scenes with you? Let's do it. So uh, my understanding is, I remember where Perba was filming this and you were doing this. That West Dallas episode I've been hearing about while the filming's been going on, that's about to come out. It is. It comes out, I believe it um, airs October 4th on the app. And it will be on... That's tomorrow. It is tomorrow. You're right. It's tomorrow. And then this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, the 7th and the 8th of October on um, TV. So it'll be out on broadcast then. Uh, But we, man, it was a fun... It was a fun project. And I think the coolest part of it, aside from obviously all the people that were involved and all the businesses that were involved, uh, the coolest part of it for me was a lot of people have this really negative stigma uh, around... Maybe that's, is that redundant? Dallas. They, they have a stigma around West Dallas, yes. and West Dallas has had a reputation. Um, it, it's always been very industrial and blue-collar. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, that, that's a great part of it. West Dallas, in West Dallas, like Alice Chalmers, huge company. Yeah, comes from their history. For many decades. So much of what built the world and defended us militarily in the world wars and Everything was con- built in the Milwaukee area and in West Dallas in particular. Right. And I mean, that place used to employ 10, 20, 30,000 people, it seemed. Mm-hmm. So the fact, and they, they shut down for good in the 80s, which really, that was a huge hit to West right, Dallas. Right. And, you know, the, the city, it's, it's right next to Milwaukee. It's always been a kind of a bedroom community suburb at times, too. Uh, it has state fair, yep. has a whole bunch of major things. So the, the city was, you know, that was a gut punch mm-hmm. with Alice Chalmers closing, but it's shown a lot of resiliency. But right, and I, I mean that probably still comes from the same, mm-hmm. you know, the the same thread there where they are this kind of blue collar town. I mean, these people work and they work hard, uh, and it has been really cool to see all these small businesses really come to fruition. But man, like they have put so much time and effort into their businesses, and each one is so incredibly unique. But they all really, it wasn't like some guy just wanted to create a coffee shop. Like, they all have this story behind them and this whole life behind their particular business. And it was so interesting to hear each one of their stories. And they all came, you could just tell, like, they all had such a big heart in their individual businesses. And it's interesting with West Dallas because they still make things there. And there's still, Mm. there's coffee shops, but there's still machine shops. And other things that, that do a lot of the productive stuff. And that's what service businesses like coffee shops and stuff, that's how they can be support. Right. Because you have to have some mm-hmm. sort of other base in the economy. Not everything can be service. Right. Not right. that I've talked much about my economics background. But <laughs> the bottom line is West Dallas is still a productive city. 
It is. And yeah. they've come back pretty nicely. Yeah, well, I think um, so. The cool thing about this episode, too, is that we got we had the chance to work a lot with the mayor because he's actually in the, the episode with uh, Aperba the whole time. Aperba being Dan's quite a cheerleader, the main host, and then Dan is a co host essentially, or a guest, really, <laughs> but kind of like a little co host on the a um, little bit of a co host on the episode as a whole. So Aperba and him are pretty much together the entire episode. And. Um, it was really cool to see how involved Dan already was in the city. I mean, he's been mayor for 15 years now Mm -hmm. and he was pretty young when he was hired as mayor and he's just really been a huge asset, I think, for the economic development, especially with, um, restaurants and the brewery scene. And he is a huge proponent of getting these small businesses up and, um, running which has been really cool because every time that I chatted with one of the business owners, they basically said, oh, well, the mayor, and even the mayor before him, it sounded like was really active in terms of getting small businesses going. And so they said, we are here because, like, West Ellis was never really a place we were looking. A lot of them had said that, but the mayor made it so easy for us to put our business here. Um, And that was just cool. We heard that time and time again, and it was awesome to watch Dan walk into a place and already know the business owner <laughs> in most situations mm-hmm. um, and kind of have this rapport with them. And then to see him not only know them um, a little bit, but then get to learn more about their story. That was really cool, too. See, West Dallas kind of combines the best of old school and new emerging school, if mm-hmm. you will. I mean, it's home to State Fair, which has the Milwaukee Mile, which is the oldest continuously operating racetrack in the world. Yep. Dates back to 1903. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of old houses in yeah. these old, old neighborhoods. But people are, you know, they're fixing them up. They're revamping them quite a bit. Greenfield Avenue is kind of the main downtown strip. It's pretty full, Green- filled with businesses. Greenfield Avenue or National Avenue? Greenfield. National's another one. They converge right. at the That's east the end one, of yeah, West Dallas. Yeah, we a lot of stuff on National, but... but well, National's where a lot of stuff went away and is coming back. Right, yep. Like and Oak Brewing, yep. which is in the show. Yes. And uh, a number of other businesses. And the farmer's market sprung up around there. Yeah, the farmer's market was amazing. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. I mean, if you need a pop of color, go to the West Dallas Farmer's Market. And there, they had live music. They had, I mean, just people everywhere. And people at the farmer's market were so friendly. There were so many people who were just, they'll tell you all about their farm, all about their vegetables. And then you can learn a lot. You take your kids there and have them just learn about the farmers uh, that are selling their products there because it's a really it's a really fun place well, to be one of the neat things about that part of west dallas is you know because they, they tore down the factories and they mm-hmm. did all this stuff by the way the association for equipment manufacturers aem yeah. they run the largest you know con expo the largest really thing of its kind in the world they're headquartered there still wow so i mean they're still they still draw for that but it was wise to get like the restaurant scene and the brewery scene and everything kind of yeah. going because that draws people from outside the community mm-hmm. and and brings them in and I think it is in a really unique spot, too, because it it is a part of this Milwaukee culture. But so many people, again, going back to the stigma in Milwaukee or, you know, outside of Milwaukee, like really don't know how. And it, it's it's fairly recent that West Dallas is kind of making this comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it was just a really unique opportunity to be able to shed light on a place that has a lot going for its people, for its community. Um, and for its business scene that is a lot of the time just seen in 
a way that's not very favorable to it. Well, and w another thing about West Dallas is some of those older buildings that they tore down and stuff that got kind of decrepit, they cleared all that space out so you had new space to do things yeah. with. And that's where the farmer's market is, for example. Mm -hmm. They built a lot of new apartments and everything along Greenfield and National, close sure. to where they come together at Five Points. Yep. You have uh, Layman Brewing at that corner. Yeah, we filmed at Layman, and they mm -hmm. were really cool. We have So the episode is split into four different segments. Um, the first one is all about people who have found a home in West Dallas but maybe grew up in another country, um, which is was cool because of her book can relate to that. Mm -hmm. um, she just recently found a home in West Dallas a couple years ago, and so she's – uh, now, you know, really feels like West Dallas is her home, but didn't always grow up here. You know, she didn't grow up here. And so we chatted well, with she, the business She grew owners. up in India. Right, right. And then lived in the state of Georgia for a long time. And then you go to West Dallas. Mm-hmm. I know. That's, she's been that's all That's not over. a well-worn path. Right. <laughs> yeah. So she, but she's really found a home in um, Wisconsin there. And, and we got to chat with a couple of business owners who have a similar story in that regard. And then the second portion of it is all about farm to table and learning about these restaurants and businesses that... Um, really, you know, they either forage for some other ingredients or they um, work <laughs> with local farmers or they too go to the farmer's market. And so we get to go to the farmer's market there and then chat with these business owners in that segment who um, really have an emphasis on that farm to table style of cooking. And then the third segment is all about sports. And then the last one in sports and food, I should say, places that highlight sports through their food are like the bread peddlers as one place we filmed at and it's two sisters who own a bakery and they are uh, professional cyclists so then uh -huh. at the end of that segment we actually get to go and watch their bike race because they also have uh, the tour of america's dairyland comes to west Dallas. this is the second mm -hmm. year they put this on and um the sisters were first and second i shouldn't ruin this <laughs> for the people spoiler alert so sorry but they were, um, they came in first and second in their hometown race. And it was nice. just awesome to be there and see the camaraderie around them. And But they own this bakery. That's kind of their um, other, par this other part of their life. And so to highlight, you know, through the food scene, the sports culture in West Dallas was really cool. And that was just one of a couple businesses that had a similar line. Did you go to West Dallas Cheese and Sausage at all? We did not. It was okay. on my list. Um, it's part of that. There's a concentration along Burnham, which mm, is one of mm -hmm. the streets there. and. On both sides of the street now, there's a bunch of emerging restaurants and cafes and places to get good food. West Dallas Cheese and Sausage is headquartered there. They also have a location in Milwaukee's Public Market. Yeah, that's and that's a popular. really popular place. So a man named Mark Lutz owns mm -hmm. a bunch of um, uh, uh, buildings, essentially, along this street called Beecher Street. Mm -hmm. and oh, so, it's Beecher, not yep, Burnham. Beecher they're street. right close to each other, but they're both, like, avenues yeah. with some cool stuff along them. Yep, and... Um, he actually, it's funny that you bring that up because he is the one who sponsors the West Alice um, version or place for the Tour of America's Dairyland. Mm -hmm. So because of him, we get to have it uh, in West Alice, which is awesome. And it's a huge bike race. A lot of people come out for it. It's a ton of fun. Yeah, I like the old school townie bars in West Alice that are still around, though, too. Yeah, there is, what was it, um, Uncle, there's a one, the Drunk Uncle. Oh, the drunk uncles. I, yeah, that's I, I a great one. one. There's uh, there's a really f uh, good one called Happy Tap. It's mm. at 68th Lincoln and um, uh, Beloit Road. Okay. Great pizza. Just everything's old school. 
so good. <laughs> Prices are great. Uh, if you want to go into a place where you, there's a bar where things haven't changed much since the 50s, except maybe the jukebox, mm -hmm. there's a number of them there. There's a great place on 76th called Flappers, oh, sure. which harkens you back to the 1920s, not the That's 2020s. That's great. I would love that. And just and the bar's kind of across from State Fair, too. You know, you got Polly's Tomcans, which is famous for their fried chicken and uh, Mama Mia's down the street. There's a lot of just great mm -hmm. old school places in West Dallas. And it's a fun place to go out and have fun. Yeah. Well, and that's not to be redundant. The last but. segment uh, is the history segment. So mm -hmm. we've got all these places that have been around for so long. So to your point, Eric, there, I think West Dallas has done a really good job of weaving its history into today um, and keeping a lot of these buildings um alive and a mm -hmm. lot of these businesses alive i mean keggles in is celebrating their 100th year anniversary yes. they're about to celebrate that and i'm just, it's crazy <laughs> to walk in there and you really the way that julian describes it that's the owner now um old school german restaurant with their fish fries amazing yeah. all of their german specialties they're right on the west dallas west milwaukee border yep it's i mean it's an incredible place there's not a lot of classic german buildings and restaurants that you can find like that anymore mm -mm. a lot of them have been torn down and so it's just a really special place they've got a lot of new things coming up with a lot of places that have been around for a long time well there's the newer ones like la paz which is a great peruvian and south american restaurant yeah chef that's paz. on national yep. chef paz chef paz um and that one oh my goodness the food at chef paz uh -huh. is unbelievable get empanadas from there or antigua the food <laughs> at both places was incredible so it's definitely if you're a foodie or you are wanting to try a diverse array of different kinds of food west dallas is an amazing spot to do that yeah and it's funny because some of them have been there forever and some of them are so new most people haven't even heard of them right so yeah it's it it was a really fun episode and uh, to be honest, like when I was assigned this episode, I was like, you, I'm filming where? Huh? Like, what am I supposed to highlight in that? Well, a lot city? of people just think of it as a suburb of Milwaukee, yeah. and that's where State and Fair is. And By the end of it, I was like, man, did I, did I choose the wrong place to live? <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe I shouldn't have bought a condo in Madison. So, kind of funny, but... It is a really, a really, really cool place. And it's been awesome to have a Purpa host it because she's so passionate about West Dallas. And it has been really, like, even on days when she wasn't filming, she would always say, oh, I'm going to this event. Do you want me to take pictures and selfies and videos? Oh, yeah, she posted plenty and on Instagram. So, got, like, so. so many, <laughs> you know, backstage kind of a Purba images of her just enjoying the city without even having to go out and film it and it's just her you know her being herself which is so fun to watch and i just stopped by perspective brewing not too long ago oh, did one you? of the new that's breweries cool on greenfield that's on the downtown strip and it's cool i didn't even get to go there um there was the videographer went out and filmed with a purba that day but mm -hmm. i wasn't actually at that shoot but i have heard it is very cool so they do soccer game watch parties and they're a part of our sports oh, yeah. sports segment <laughs> kind of fun but they're they have a funny story too like they used to be two science teachers these two brothers they used to be science teachers and they're young and they decided they wanted to start a brewery so they did mm -hmm. every place has got a story <laughs> and the owners are i don't want to speak for them but the vibe that i got was that they are all very willing to sit down with you and just chat yeah so it's a fun place there's, there's a fresh new pride in west dallas and it's yeah, good to see absolutely all right uh we don't have a review this week we got a slew of reviews for a while and then they've kind of petered out so Leave those reviews, people. We, we, we appreciate it. We can't get better without reviews. <laughs> Maybe the new season will bring a new 
new reviews for us. All right, so awesome. coming up next Make week, sure we're going to highlight a beautiful section of the state, one of my favorites, big time. Southwestern Wisconsin, home to the Driftless area. A lot of really cool history, especially a lot of Wisconsin's early history. Some charming towns, great places for road trips and motorcycling, and uh, really appreciating the fall colors, too, this time of year. So that will be next week here on The Cabin. Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted and produced by Eric Paulson and me, Anna Elise Beckman. Audio engineering by Elise Miller and video teasers by Logan Ingram with social media by Adeline Savanak. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com and 